Welcome back to Talking Freedom, Episode 1, where the Constitution is king and uh, your rights to do and say as you please uh, is queen. Uh, Now, before the break, we were talking about this just obnoxious, obnoxious downfall that has taken place over the past two months. And it, it really was a matter of weeks that we went from being a free and liberated society to being on lockdown. Lockdown. What, what is that? I mean, what does that even mean, folks? They don't have the right to do that. They can't do that. It's illegal. You can't be forced to, to stay in your home. That's called martial law. That's, that's not something that can happen in a constitutional republic. The reason we have a constitution, the reason we have the Bill of Rights, is because the founders of this, this great nation insisted upon being a country that would never bend to the will of tyranny. And, and yet, we find ourselves, 200 years later, locked in our houses like the serfs they want us to be. We need to open our eyes, folks. We are asleep at the wheel, and it is going to get so much worse. Unless we come together as a nation and reject this, I'm telling you, we are in big trouble. Uh, the biggest trouble any of, us, uh, any of us have ever been in, period. Inarguable. And folks are starting to wake up a little bit, but unfortunately, it's not enough. We, we are not waking up in the numbers that we need to to combat this stuff. And it, it, how's that going to work out, folks? You've got what I would say is a silent majority who understands that this is not good. And you have a vocal minority who is shouting from the rooftops at anyone who will listen to them or give them the time of day that we are in uh, big trouble. And then you have a huge number of the population who's just going along with this. So what happens when it really hits the fan and it becomes clear to everyone that... This was a snow job from day one, and the folks that have been warning about it, who hadn't been listened to up until the point where it becomes clear to everyone else, what happens when those folks who knew they were right all along are suddenly confronted with millions of people who called them liars and Nazis and thugs and racists and uh, morons and deplorables. What happens when all those people that called those other people those terrible things decide that they now want to be part of the club? I don't even want to think about that. I mean, I'm a forgiving guy. I forgive. I never forget. I'm probably similar to tons of people out there who feel the same way I do, but I guarantee you there are folks out there who will not forgive the people who have allowed this to happen. And it's coming. It's coming, y'all. It, it really is. That There's no two ways about it. The, uh, the, the economy's been shut down uh, for two months now. Yeah, it's opening up slowly here and there. But, I mean, even in a state like Texas, where I live currently, 
You, you've got restaurants at 25% capacity. You've got everybody wearing a mask in their car. You've got people afraid to go out and do things. And it's, just, it's not working, folks. People are terrified. And the reason they're terrified is entirely because of the media. And to take that even further, I would say it's entirely because of the phones. The smartphones. And I know it's an unpopular position to take, but to be honest with you, I say we get rid of them. We don't need these. Up until 10 years ago, we didn't need them at all. It was a novelty 10 years ago. I, re I remember I went on a deployment when I was in the Corps. I, I, I was gone for a long time. Uh, in total, uh, including the workups and the training, it was almost a year uh, of being away from home, uh, having really no interaction with society at all. And when I left, I had a little flip phone, and when I came back, everybody had iPhones and Androids. I remember being so excited. I mean, Angry Birds. I want to play Angry Birds, too. And that's how they got us, folks. The cost of convenience. And now we find ourselves in a situation where the doom and gloom and negativity is inescapable because we are now addicted to these little rectangular black pieces of plastic and, and poisonous materials that we carry around with us in our pockets at all times. And that's how they're going to get us, folks. That's how they're going to trace and contact trace and track and test and all that other stuff that they're talking about. Testing, 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 tracing, tracing, tracing. You've got Nancy Pelosi, the witch herself, the, probably one of the most evil human beings ever in the history of this planet, talking about testing, 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 and tracing, tracing, tracing out of both sides of her mouth while she passes laws that allow congressmen to vote in groups of 10 from home and this, that, and the other thing. It, the, the entire thing is a scam, folks. The entire thing is a big, fat, stinking pile of criminality that is, I'm telling you, we're stepping all over it, folks. We're stepping in that pile right now. And they're going to get us with the phones. They're going to get us with the phones. And I'm telling you, we need to get rid of them. We have to get rid of the phones. As much as I love the convenience of opening up my phone and reading the news, I have all my favorite uh, websites bookmarked on my home screen. I spend the first hour of my day uh, reading article after article about the entirely ridiculous situation we're in. And I do that with my phone. I use Instagram to post pictures to my little uh, business account that I, that I have going. I make uh, custom rifle slings and have a little uh, business called ATX Straps uh, that's entirely done through Instagram at the moment. It was a, a platform to, to test the whole idea out. It's been successful. Uh, I'm going to move on to a website and uh, all this other good stuff. But for now, I use Instagram. And I like it. I like using it. It's great. You know, folks get to see what you're doing. They can DM you and make an order, yada, yada, yada. But, but I don't like that more than I like being a free and liberated American citizen that owns this government. We own the government. Our tax dollars 
pay the salaries of these congressmen sitting at home right now collecting a paycheck on us. What my tax dollars right now are paying the salaries of folks who are sitting at home doing absolutely nothing while I am unemployed. How screwed up is that? Our tax dollars pay settlements to folks who have been sexually abused by members of Congress and the bureaucrats that that work with and for them. How messed up is that? It's all messed up, folks. It really is. And we've allowed it to happen. We've been asleep at the wheel. And there's no, you can't point uh, fingers at any individuals. It's us. We are responsible. It's our duty to be accountable and hold the the government that, that we own and pay for accountable for what they are doing. We elect these people to Congress. We elect the president. It, it appears that we do, at least. So with that said, why aren't we doing that, folks? Why are we allowing Pritzker and Whitmer and Cuomo and uh, Garcetti and Newsom? Why are, we le- why are we letting these mini tyrants who are now in control and have more power than they've ever had, and they love it, why are we allowing them to do this? It is our responsibility to disband governments that become tyrannical and stop working for the people. We should have done that a hundred years ago. When the creation of the Federal Reserve happened, and I keep going back to that because that's when it really started, folks. You know, we fought a war against the most powerful military and country in the world for our independence. But unfortunately, the same people we defeated in that war have now made their way back into our leadership. The bloodlines run deep, my friends. It is a, fan- <laughs> a fascinating rabbit hole to go down. Uh, not to mention the... Uh, the 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 Nazi aspect of the whole situation. Now that's a that's a whole other thing. We are on the brink of fascism in this country, and it is up to us, the American people, to do something about it. My, my friends, we have to do something about this, which is why I'm doing this podcast. If I if I can just get five people to listen to me, to agree with me, to understand that we are in big trouble. The world's going to be a better place. Five more people involved in the cause, it's better off than we're doing right now. So always do your own research. Always follow up on sources. Hold people accountable for what they say. But folks, the reality is we are in a really bad situation, and it is going to be up to us to do something about it. And if we don't, we're toast. We are screwed period. And thank God for the number of people out there who, who recognize this and are actively doing something about it. Uh, I mean, forced vaccinations? That's not American. You can't force me to do something like that. I don't put things in my body that I don't want in my body. Period. The last time I took a vaccination was when I was in the military, and I, and I really wish that I hadn't done that. It would have been well within my rights 
to refuse to do that. There is no legal requirement for taking a vaccination. That's unconstitutional. And in addition to being unconstitutional, it very well may be horrible for you. I don't pretend to be a doctor. I don't pretend to know the minute facts about vaccines, but I do know enough about what goes into them, the materials used, to know that it probably shouldn't be going into your body, regardless of whether or not it it cures the measles. And now we're talking about 500 million vaccines by the end of the year for a upper respiratory infection that is similar to the flu, and we have we've never even been able we, we've never been able to cure the common cold, and we think we're going to come up with a vaccine that's going to cure coronavirus in the span of I mean it's so ridiculous I can't even talk about it to be honest with y'all. But they're going to do it. They really are, and we all know it. And unless we reject it and say no, thank you, we're cool, not taking that vaccine. They're going to do everything they can to make it mandatory. And the way they're going to do it is they're going to, they're going to, <laughs> it's going to become such a uh, hot button issue that folks refusing to take it are going to be shamed by the media. They'll be fired from their jobs. It'll be a requirement for employment and this, so on and so forth. You all know that's what's coming. Do you want to be a part of that world? I sure don't. I don't want to have anything to do with it. And I know a lot of folks who feel the same way I do. And, you know, folks, to be honest with you, that's just one small part of this whole situation. Uh, It's becoming more and more apparent to anyone with a pair of eyes that there is a full-blown agenda taking place. There is no other way to explain these power grabs that are going on in states all over this country. The The mayor of L.A. shutting down Los Angeles until August with a a, a case number of the coronavirus that pales in comparison to states like New York, states like New Jersey, pales in comparison. And yet they're going to be shut down until August. How is that going to work? How are the people in L.A. going to survive staying inside until August? They're not. That is the plain and simple, God-honest truth. They're not going to do it. I'm telling you, you can, you can, push, the, you can push people a, a long way. I mean, as Americans, we are a patient society when it comes to trusting our government, our elected officials to do the right thing. We are patient. We are. But patience only goes so far when you have nothing to lose. And we're getting very close to having nothing to lose. And folks, with that said, I'm going to end it here. I'm going to be back for another episode tomorrow. I really appreciate your support. And uh, I, hope, I hope I help some folks come to some conclusions for themselves. I mean, I, I'm praying for everybody out there. And I really, really, really want this to work out for us. I just know that we have an uphill battle ahead of us, and if we don't buy into the the idea that we are being scammed here big time, we're in trouble. But God bless you. God bless your family. Take care of yourself, and I will see you next time.
Yeah.